Today's Shir Mishnah Buriyomi is Daf Kuf Lamid, and we are starting and will be completing Simen Sadi Tess, which deals with the very important halachos of drinking alcohol or other intoxicating beverages and davening Shmanesre. We will not be discussing the many medical ramifications and ills of drinking excessively alcohol, nor will we discuss the hashkafic applications of this very important subject, but we're going to learn the pure halacha without any condoning of anybody who drinks, as we'll see, the conclusion of the postgame is that certainly one should absolutely not drink in Davin. The Machaber starts off and he says in Sifalaf, If a person drinks a Revius is worth of wine, a Revius is about four ounces or so, somewhere between 2.8 and 5 ounces, roughly about four ounces of wine. Al Yispalo. He should not daven shmanesri at shiosvieno until the wine's effects have worn off. The Mishnah Berurin Sifkat Nalef writes, "Venira do hadin shor mashkin hamashkirim." This is true for other beverages that are intoxicating. O kivi mashikos v'ataz lekamen b'simim kuvchuches, and the Taz writes about this in later on in the halachos in simim kuvchavches. We writes leinian nisius kapayim in regards to duchening that one shouldn't duchen if one has drunk any intoxicating beverage. The issue footnote number one brings down that the Kohanim aren't allowed to go up and duchen on simchas Torah. That's why many shuls have the custom that the Gohanim duchen by shachris before they've made Kiddush. Furthermore, the Mishnah says, even according to the opinion of the Morgan Avram, who does allow someone who had a non-wine intoxicating beverage to go in duchen, nevertheless, mistabro de chamir of He certainly holds, however, that Shmona Esrei is more chomer than duchening and would be usher to drink any intoxicating beverage and certainly wine. And this is the opinion of the Sefer Morgan Giborim. Ayn Sham. The issue footnote number three explains, in the tefillah, one is standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, literally in front of the king, and it requires one to have an absolutely clear head. And therefore, there's no difference whether it's wine or any other intoxicating beverage. When you're standing in front of the king, everybody agrees you must be absolutely clear. Mishnah Baruch continues, and he writes, according to the Taz that we just mentioned, Lo bo'inon bishar maskin shiruvius. According to the Taz, the other intoxicating beverages other than wine, the shear is not the same, it's not a revius. However, the Mishnah Buru himself says that one has to drink enough that would be the equivalent of a revius of wine in terms of the intoxicating effect. The Mishnah Buru in Sivkot and Bez writes, Kidei Revius, amount of Revius, Davko im This exact amount of Revius is only going to be intoxicating if you drink it all at once. Avo Bishnepam, if you drink it in two separate drinks, oh, Shemizago bimat maim, or you dilute it, so then Mutter, it doesn't have the same intoxicating effect if you drink exactly Revius. However, the Yimshosa Yosim Revius, if you're drinking more than Revius, the whole Gavni Osur, Achiosur Yenom Yolov, then it's certainly forbidden to Davin Lachatrila until you've had the intoxicating effects of the wine removed, as we'll learn in Simen Kufchavches in Siflamadches. And all of this is only true, at least if you would be able to still speak in front of a king in your intoxicated state. The If you can't speak in front of a king, then there's absolutely no difference. If you can't speak in front of the king, it's absolutely forbidden to daven. Then Kosovo Mogin of Rome, Bishema Smak, the Mogin of Rome writes in the name of the Sefer Mitzvah Sikatanis, Yayin Shibitochasudashakir. Drinking wine in the middle of a meal, the intoxicating effects of the wine are somewhat negated by the meal, and it won't have the same shiurim and it won't have the same effect. Bayin Ochum, he discusses this more in detail over there.
which there so footnote number five brings down is talking about wine before the meal also may not have the same intoxicating effect because it's going to be followed up with a meal. And then he brings down the Mishnabur, that is, because of Prima Godin, the Mashu Maven, Bidaito. And all of these discussions that we're having regarding intoxication will be dependent upon the person, as we'll see this later on as well. If you feel that this is intoxicating, if you feel that this is changing your mental status, then obviously all of these dinam apply for you, even if it doesn't meet the shiurim that we've been talking about. Mishnah Bruin Sivkot and Gimel writes, you shouldn't dive in this intoxicated state. And even if this will cause you to miss out on the Zman of Tvila, the pre says, don't daven. The issue footnote number six says, if you already started davening, you don't have to stop. But certainly, lechatrila, you shouldn't start davening in an intoxicated state. The Mishnah Brewer continues and he writes, Ayin besofa simen, b'shem ayamshol shlomo. Look later in the simen where he brings down the name of the yamshol shlomo, the achshov shebalav hochi ein machadon kolkach, where the yamshol shlomo says, nowadays nebuch, we don't daven so well all the time, but tefillah, our tefillah shmon esri is not good all the time, in lochosh kolkach lahachmir, imya yidei ham tenoso, yavor's man If it's going to lead that if you're somewhat intoxicated, and if you wait till the intoxication wears off, you're going to miss this man tefillah, so since we don't normally daven so well anyway, so he says that's not a reason that you should skip the tefillah, even though you're mildly intoxicated. But obviously you have to be enough that you're able to daven. Sivkot and Dalit, he writes, Ad shiyosir, eino, shouldn't daven until the effects of the wine have worn off. And even a person who is unfortunately used to drinking quite a bit, and he's not going to get it all drunk by drinking revius. Even for such a person, the Birki Yosef brings down that such a person should not drink also revius of yain. It's improper to drink even a revius of yain, four ounces of wine, before one davens vishman esrei. The Mimbachaber continues and he writes, Yosef, and a person did in fact drink more than a revius of wine. If he's still capable of speaking, if he was talking to a king without making a total fool of himself, in that situation, if he did daven, then his tefillah counts and he doesn't have to repeat the Shemun Esrei. However, if he's so intoxicated that he can't speak properly in front of a king, if such a person, if he davened, his tefillah is considered an abomination, he has to go repeat the entire Shemesri. He wasn't Yodse. When the effects of the wine were off, he has to repeat the Shemesri. And in this situation, he's not allowed to daven in this situation. And now the Shemesri is over. He is considered a Shogeg, even though he's drunk and he intentionally drank. He's still considered a Shogeg in this situation that he's allowed to make a Tvilas Tashlumen. The Mishnah Brewer in Sivkot and Vav explains why this is so, Kedin Shogeg, even if he began drinking after his man had started, so he was already mechuyiv in the tefillah, so the person takes a sip of wine, he says, oh, I have plenty of time still to daven, I'm not going to get drunk. And therefore, he's considered a Shogeg still at this point, because because once he drinks a little bit, he drinks more and more and more until he's totally drunk, so he didn't intend necessarily to do that at the beginning. And therefore, he's considered a shogig on the tefillah, and therefore, in this situation, he is considered a shogig because he didn't intend to specifically miss out on davening because of his drinking. Gam King, Shogig Mikri, therefore he's called a Shogig. However, Omiyu Vadai, it is absolutely certain. If he's close to the end of the Zman of the Tvila, and he certainly will miss out on the Davening if he gets drunk. Because the wine will not be able to wear off in such a short period of time, then a person who starts drinking in this Matzav, Mazed heavy, 
He's certainly, according to everybody, considered amazed. He doesn't, isn't allowed to use the makeup tefillah because he's not considered a shogun. He is amazed. Which we skipped, tells us that this is a to'eva. If a person dives when he's drunk, it's an abomination. And he adds further, the Gemara says, He's as if he's an idol worshiper. In such a situation, it's far better for this person not to dive when he's so drunk. And if he does, in fact, do this, he'll be saved from all of his troubles. The Orach HaShulchan explains why this is so. He explains that a person who knowingly drinks is amazed over here is a chutzpahdik person, he's an azusponim, and therefore he's like an idolater, he's considered like a person who's over of Avodah because of the chutzpah that he demonstrated. Indeed, the Allah Brewer brings down in his Sharat Sion that the Prima Godam holds that even if you drink even a revius yayin, not drunk to this extent, you're considered over of Avodah if you daven. And this is also the das of the Prichodosh. And indeed, he brings down the Sefer Eshkol, who also brings down Shekosman, Shlohesir, Yeno, Meyolov, as long as the person still has a little bit of the intoxicating effect of wine upon him. Afilu Shosarevius, even if he only drank Revius, Harehu Kaovid Avodazor. So this is so strict for a person to even think about drinking and then davening. When you have all of these posts, who will say even a little bit of drinking, and certainly if you're getting totally drunk, is a To'eva, it's an abomination like worshiping Avodazor, a person has to be very, very, very careful not to drink anything before one davens. Now the Ramah continues and he writes, Hagah, v'din kriyash makidin tefillah. The Ramah says that saying Shema has the same halachos in regards to drinking as saying Shema Nasrei. However, avoshah brachos, but other brachos, yochol avarech afapishu shikar. Other brachos one would be permitted to say, even though he was significantly intoxicated, he was drunk. Mr. Burisiv Katan Zayin writes, Din Kriyashma includes Birchos Kriyashma, Gamkein Dinam Ki Kriyashma. It brings down from the El Yerabah that the brachos of Kriyashma have the same halachos in terms of drinking as Kriyashma itself. Sivkotin Ches Kedentvila has the halacha Shmon Esrei Hainu, which means the Av Shosoy also lechatvila bekriyashma. Anybody who is drunk a little bit shouldn't daven kriyashma, just like he shouldn't daven the Shmon Esrei. However, the Levush writes the Yesh Maikilin bekriyashma Afim Hushikra. The Levush says that there are those that are mekel to allow you to read the kriyashma even if you're drunk. The shiny tvila, because tvila shmon esrei shu bakoshes trochavis, which is requesting all your needs, that requires clarity. Avol kriyashma, which is just a fulfillment of the reading of those psukim, one could do that even if he was shikker. Mishnabur writes, v'chein kosev belikutir ramban besofo, that this is also the opinion of the likutir ramban. However, the Vilna Gon and the Bihar Gra writes, he writes in extensively, Levar divri ha-yushami sh'yesh bin yuzeh, and he says as follows, l'fi devarov maskonas ha-yushami lesor shiko b'kriyashma. He says the conclusion is from that Yerushami that a shikur is not allowed to say the kriyashma. And therefore, alken yesh lizor lechatchilo shalovo lidekach. Why would anybody ever intentionally get involved in this machlokes? And certainly one shouldn't drink and then say the shma. However, if you did say the shema and you were drunk, one should not exempt himself from kriyashma because he's drunk. Just like there, the Mogin of Rom in Simon Kuf Behe writes in regards to the Birchas Amazon, as it's written in Dirshu footnote number 11, who says over there, that one should bench even if he's in a condition where he wouldn't be able to speak properly in front of a king. And if the wine does weaken its intoxicating hold on him, before the meal is over, it's totally digested inside of him. Therefore, he doesn't have to go bench again. However, but certainly one should never bench in such an intoxicated state, and certainly one shouldn't say shema in such an intoxicated state as well. Certainly, and if the wine's effects have worn off with you and it's still zman for kriyashma, certainly you should read the parashios again.
Tzivkat and Tess of Oshar Brachos, Kola was the Af Birchas Amazon. On the surface, it seems to include even Birchas Amazon, which is Daraisa. And this we just discussed a minute ago as he brings down again over here in Simon Kuf Behei. Sivkat and Yud, you are allowed to say the other brachos when you're drunk. Listen to this. A person doesn't count towards a minion if he's intoxicated. However, maybe you could include this person in the zimun that requires three, but he doesn't count for a minion. We allow a sleeping person to count for a minion. We allow a non-religious person to count for a minion, but we don't allow a drunk to count for a minion. Sivkat and Yud because he's drunk. Ayin the Viragra explains because you are able to at least speak in front of a king while you're mildly intoxicated. Well, if you the mission Bureau says, then certainly, if you can't speak in front of a king, then you don't have a hetet to even say this. by all the other brachos. The king cause of a prima godam in your redeya, the mishpat zov. And likewise, the prima godam in the mishpat zov commentary in your redeya says the exact same thing. And certainly, because that shalot. And until now, we've been talking about a person that was so drunk that he couldn't speak properly in front of a king. But if he reaches the level or depth of degradation of the shechruso shalot that he unfortunately had relations with his own daughters, that's how drunk he was. So in that situation, di lav hochi he certainly considered like a total non-competent person, like an imbecile, like gamre lekuliam. According to everybody, mitzos, and he's actually exempt then because he's an imbecile. He's a non-competent person at that point in time. And then I'll can I feel a bit the evident Kara. Even if he did read the Shema in that state, or he while he was so drunk, Uberach, and he and he and he said other brachos, Lo Miftaibakach, he actually hasn't fulfilled any commandment with this. Shari Pato Yabelsa show because if he's in such a state, he's actually exempt from such commandments, and therefore when he becomes unintoxicated, he would not have to go and repeat all of these brachos and the benching that he had said. Siv Bez, the Machaber writes, Derech Mil. Traveling the distance of a kilometer of a meal, v'sheina and sleeping kolshu any amount v'figin esayai and they remove some of the intoxicating effects of wine. This is true v'hani mili kishishosu revius only if you drank revius worth. Avolim shosu yosu but if you drank more than that kolshukain shesheina mishakarto v'derech toradito certainly then sleep will make you even more drunk and the traveling on the road will make you more intoxicated. What we've been talking about is when you're traveling by foot. If you're riding on something, then certainly the road will be good for you, it will remove some of the intoxication. Mr. Brewer in Sivkot and Yudbez writes that this derech mil is bein mahalach, bein rochev, this is whether you're walking or riding. However, we'll see in a moment, there are those other opinions that say that if you're riding, you have to walk the distance of, you have to drive, travel the distance of three mil and three kilometers. A little bit of sleep makes you more drunk. But a lot of sleep, if you go, so will make you less drunk. If you're writing, which isn't so difficult, so that will actually help remove some of the intoxication. The Mishnah writes, That's only true if you're traveling a distance when you're riding in this vehicle or in the animal of three mil. Mishra says, this all depends on the amount of wine that you've drunk. If you've actually drunk more than this, then even in the distance of three kilometers, three mil, will not be sufficient to remove the intoxication. Siv Gimel. The writes, A person who drank and became drunk, he can say, now I'm no longer drunk and these laws no longer apply to me. Ramah adds, however, Nowadays, when our wines aren't as strong as the wines used to be in the times of the Gemara, so 
Therefore, we do allow people, and this is really, the Mishnah will say, this is just really tend to explain why people do dava when they've drunk a little bit, so the Ramah is trying to give us a little bit of a hetter for such people, certainly not a l'chatchila. The kol shekein, in mispala mito, siddur shivyado, and he says further, if you're davening at least from a sitter, then shein choshish in l'shichur smat, then we aren't concerned if you're slightly intoxicated, kein nirali. Must point out the Ramah is not giving a hetter in any way, shape, or form. He's a limut schus over here. He's just telling us that why do we have people in this situation davening? So it's a limut schus is to allow them to daven. But lechatchila, it's absolutely forbidden, and one shouldn't drink any wine, really, certainly not more than a revius, before he davens. Mishnabur in Sivkot and Tezayin writes, Zekoya Shosi, we've been talking here about the slightly intoxicated person. Such a person shouldn't start davening lechatchila. But we're talking about a person who's significantly intoxicated, that his tefillah is considered an abomination, like a vodah Even nowadays, when our wines are weaker, we certainly have to be very careful. Somebody can get very, very intoxicated from our, quote, weaker wines today. Such a person is not being yosied davening, and he has to repeat the davening when he becomes no longer drunk. This is especially troublesome for people who drink, quote, L'Shem Shomayim, when they're drinking on Purim, or they're drinking on Simchas Torah, or other Yantiv, or other situations, L'Simcha, L'Mitzvah. It's certainly very, very, very wrong for such a person to daven in an intoxicated state. Sivkot Nyudzayin, the Mishnah Baruch says, She'en Choshishin, nowadays we aren't as concerned, Hainu L'Yashiv Aminuk. He's only saying this as a Limutzchus. He's just trying to explain why people do this. Avo Mikomokom Ein Nochon. He brings down the Prima God, who says it's absolutely wrong. Then he brings down the Yamsha Shlomo that we already mentioned previously. On Yantiv, you can still daven mincha. You drank a, a little bit at lunchtime, and now it's time for mincha, so you'd be allowed to daven mincha even though you drank a little bit, because because in the short days, so you're not going to have time for the wine's effects to wear off. You'll miss man mincha. Nowadays, especially as we pointed out previously, that we don't have it with such great kavana. If you're slightly, slightly intoxicated, we don't forbid a person who's in this slightly inebriated state to forbid him from davening. But again, one should be very much aware of this and try to prevent davening at all in any what intoxicated state. Dirshu footnote number 15 brings down that Purim has the same halachic status according to the Mogim Burm, like Yontif, and certainly one has to be very careful on Purim with the amount that he drinks, the time that he drinks, and all the mitzvahs that he will lose out upon, the davening, the benching that he will lose out upon if he becomes intoxicated. That's a whole separate discussion about drinking on Purim. We'll have to wait till we get to that part of the Shulchan Aruch. Besides being a great medical and hashkafic problem about too much drinking on Purim, it is a very much a halachic problem in terms of how is one going to fulfill all the other mitzvahs of the day of Purim in the proper fashion. And with that note, we will conclude today's shir.